Welcome to the JRD Hogcast, your Razorback podcast for fans by fans. Here's your host, Dylan Lee. Join, as always, with his co-host, Jordan Russell, and their producer, Luke Griggs. Well, they can try to cancel everything, but they ain't going to cancel us. We can do this show out of quarantine. I've got Lysol. All of this stuff can be Lysol down. Did you purchase your Germex uh, stock? Uh, plenty of Germex. Apparently Charmin. I don't quite understand that one. Yeah, I don't know uh, what's going on there. Got some Amazon Prime. I don't know how that's going to work out because I don't know where the hazmat suit's coming from. Because, I mean... That's it, kind of a yeah, catch-22 there, yeah, right? if I'm buying a contaminated... Hazmat You're literally too. putting yourself, your body, in a corona. Yeah, but hey, virus. Gonna get the coronavirus today. Shipping Prime. That's right. As I producer mean, Luke's here says, uh, pre-infected. Pre, <laughs> pre-infected uh, has a hazmat suit. What the hell, man? This is a uh, unprecedented. At least on the sports side of things, I can only imagine the folks that get paid. For this. Think about that's it. that's people what's are crazy. Like, yeah, we we've got. We've got full-time jobs. This is, you know, a side hustle. Hopefully, a full-time hustle for us. But for those folks that this is their livelihood across the board, and uh, I don't have it necessarily in the rundown, but I really want to give, you know, Mark Cuban, shout out on that side of things to... Kevin Love. Yeah. The folks that are setting up these funds and helping out the hourly employees that are affected by the stadium team in general because shoot that's that's one one heck of a way to essentially be laid off well uh nikki chavanelli posted uh just a little bit ago on twitter or i just saw it a little bit ago but saying imagine losing your livelihood in a single day i mean yeah. cause that's that's essentially what happened i mean people you know landmark staff and all that i mean what what do they do and you know looking at it from student athlete part of it Seeing, especially with us getting media credentials this year and being real close to the women's basketball program and thinking about that team not being able to do something special that they were going to do this year. They were definitely going to be in the tournament that's been canceled. If if you're if you don't know, basically yeah, if it involves a sport and multiple people, it has been canceled. From movies to NBA to MLB to NCAA winter and spring, NHL. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's the first time we've had NHL on the rundown. No, we've we oh uh, on the rundown, yes, yeah. on the yeah. And then Supercross Andy. and NASCAR, everything either delaying it, doing trying to do things without fans, but we know how that's gonna go, or just not having it at all. Crazy. Because Supercross of hurt me. Corona. I knew. I'm, I knew. That's the I'm reason thinking, it's on here. That's the reason it's on here. And I'm thinking all this, you know, NBA, bunch of babies. They cry about everything, <laughs> right? But, uh, you know, Supercross, I was and you know, NASCAR, you, you have it. I haven't actually seen NASCAR, so this is kind of breaking news to me, if you will, as I'm reading this. But uh, it says no fans as of now for the next two races. That's sort of the death mark. Yeah. Like, if, if that's mentioned, no fans, and it's probably going to get canceled. And that's what's happened. The you know it started off with the SEC tournament, or not just the conference tournaments in basketball, like no fans, and then they're like nobody, 
And then surely God, they're not going to cancel the NCAA tournament. Oh, that's canceled. The college world series in June canceled as of right now is canceled. Name something canceled. Yeah. It's, fast it's and furious. New fast and furious delayed until next year. Don't know why it's going to be delayed a whole year. Probably just so they can stay on schedule. But... Mm-hmm. I mean, honestly, the fast and furious just, just stop. <laughs> it's just stop. Uh, quiet place too is another one mentioned. I'm sure we'll probably be hearing more. There'll probably be more that drop as we're recording this. Um, those but were just the, the most big ones I saw. Right. The most uh, intriguing or how, whatever the word you want to use in this situation uh, thing about all of this in terms of what we talk about, which is sports, is what does this mean for the student athletes and where do they go from here? Mm-hmm. I mean, you you got some seniors that are that are out there in all these sports that some may have been done for after this year anyway, no pro uh, prospects. But as far as tournament stuff goes, that's a game or two or three or four that got taken from them. I mean, what does that mean? Especially for the ones that um, might be their first time in a tournament. I know that's a, like I said, for the women's basketball side of things, there's plenty of them that really, really looking forward to it. And we're not toll free. You know, gymnastics is another one. Right. It's it's tough. Um, but it's it's also weird because like. The season was essentially over aspect of basketball. We had the tournaments to look forward to, and obviously that's a big deal in America, but in terms of eligibility and year and that kind of thing, which, but I still feel like they should still get an extra year. They like, should because they didn't get to finish their year. Like if there is a NCAA hardship or something of that nature, I'm pretty sure pandemic should probably be <laughs> that- one of them. But the plague again, should be in there somewhere. Then again, you know, immediate family critically ill. That right. apparently doesn't count. And keeping it close to home, too, you know, uh, toll-free season of her life. Mm-hmm. They were prime. Uh, you know, we mentioned it past couple of shows. We've been talking about it. We we saw them as if the seating was right, potential Sweet 16 team. You know, I mean, that's, that's a pretty solid run for uh, anybody. Anybody would be happy about that. And... Like I said, she had the career the career season and don't, you know, just done. You're done. Yeah, I mean, it, it's been crazy just how everything's unfolded. The, baseball, though, man. The like, step that it's taken on the college side with baseball is baffling. That it would uh, go ahead and college World Series. I don't do Like, a lot of these sports are delaying 30 days or, seeing, or just even seeing what's happening terms of the end of the month something of that nature um going on the nba uh you see this stuff with rudy gobert i mean it was kind of like he was the first seemed like athlete him being a jackass and just the day before that he's in the press conference room making jokes about corona touching everything coughing on things and and, uh obviously it's really bad look now him and his Mitchell teammate, I believe, two that were tested positive out of the Oklahoma. It was a Donovan Mitchell or whatever. Donovan Mitchell. It's 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 weird because it, it started off as a <coughs> a joke. You know, you don't expect things like that to hit close to home. And I mean, there are confirmed cases as of, or I'm sorry, 
waiting to be confirmed cases as of today from out of Washington Regional here in Fayetteville and um, stuff like that happening. And we've got confirmed in Little Rock and Pine Bluff. Uh, There's six in Arkansas, and they're mostly central, uh, central to I guess what southeast. Um, UCA, I believe, had a confirmed case, um, but the fact that it's a joke. So, but my, I guess my point I'm getting to though is, um, at the point where he made those jokes and stuff, you kind of start to see like, oh, this isn't anything to really screw with. So, very immature and misplaced humor. <laughs> like, yeah, you know, who's li- How many lives did you just affect with that jackassery? Mm-hmm. You know, seriously. And that's not. I'm not. I'm not being dramatic. I mean, he could very well have contaminated somebody. And, you know, there seems to be a pretty significant wage or age discrepancy with who it's fatal for. But somebody in that media room goes home and visits grandma the next day. I mean, like I said, I'm I'm trying not to be too dramatic with it, but that's just really stupid. It's just, there's so many ways this has been affected on the U of A side. They have closed campus. So it's going to be some online classes for the ones that can do that. And obviously we've talked about the student athletes going on the baseball side of it. You've got guys we were really excited about Casey Opitz, Casey Martin. Yeah. Uh, you know, again, guys, trying guys, to avoid the dramatic stuff. Is that our last time to see them in the uniform? Exactly. You know, Herstat, these might, you know, we might've, the last time we've seen them play was in a sweep versus Grand Canyon. Right. Yeah. And so, also, I'm jumping all over the place, but so much stuff. When happening. there's no sports, what do you do? There's so much stuff going on on that side of things. With the SEC basketball tournament, we're basically co-champions, right? We're the only two that played. We with Georgia. I mean, the two winning teams. I mean, the way were, the SEC's been, it definitely should be a co. Yeah, exactly. I mean, they did officially hand it to Kentucky for that, but obviously just being funny on well, that they side. gave them the automatic bid for something that doesn't exist <laughs> yeah i saw that and i saw people still retweeting it and it was it was sent out like an hour or two hours before the official word that the tournament's been canceled and then you had people retweeting that and replying to it like oh it's already been canceled like look at a timestamp. Yeah, all right yeah, yeah. and all of this stuff misinformation or just you know it's happening so fast look at some timestamps. look at some dates I mean, it's always kind of been like that. Do a little bit of research. Like today, I saw something about ACDC's guitarist, Malcolm Young, died. Yeah, he did. Two years ago. But someone was sharing <laughs> it like it was brand new news on, face, uh, on Facebook. So Was it Alyssa Milano saying it was coronavirus? <laughs> no. I was surprised that the headline hadn't been that. I mean, Tom Hanks got in his wife, so the world's ending. Yeah, exactly. I mean, again, I already, I already any... made that joke on uh, Facebook that, I mean, look at Tom Hanks' track record with travel. I shouldn't be surprised that he got corona. <laughs> uh, he's been everywhere. He was in <laughs> Germany at one point. Uh, all kidding aside, this is this is a serious deal. Uh, it it affects <laughs> us personally with the fact that we, I, I th- this will be the first time in anyone's life that is listening that there will be no sports on TV of some sort. It's insane. Some sort, Dylan, like no sports. So SEC Network, like, you know, there's only so much Paul Fine. What are you going to do? do? There's only so much Marty and McGee you can run. 
Uh, they, you could you can get some good weeks out of Marty yeah. McGee. You they can get should some good probably weeks go ahead and push up the um, the school takeover, where they kind of reach into the archives, give a school a day or a week. At this point, maybe you find a week. There's no schools it. to go to. No, I'm saying they go oh, into, they oh, go and show yeah. like the best of kind of thing. Right you know? during the spring games, they'll do you know uh, Arkansas takeover. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Yeah, yeah. I, you, I was like, Dylan, there's no schools open. They can't go to the schools. You'll, you'll see, a, you know, the championship, the basketball championship. They'll run, run that. Basically, yeah, yeah, yeah. Can, Maybe you'll have to stretch it out and try to find a week worth of stuff. And, and the uh, NFL, interesting thing here, do they keep the, I mean, does the draft go on, but no one goes? That's what I've heard. So no fans, you, no fans at the draft. Um, well, they pushed the meetings back or canceled they them, They pushed right? the meetings to talk about new rules or right. all that good stuff. So that's been canceled. Probably, so there was a, there was a cancel? Yeah, there probably a, a, a official word on the combine because I can't imagine that going because that's something that you can almost really do remotely. It kind of takes away from it a little bit, but you can still you mean have the draft. The, yeah, you can still have the draft, and unfortunately that player won't get a watch across the stage. You know, they were going to do it at Vegas this year, and it was going to be surrounded by water. They had all this big yeah. theatrics planned for Vegas because it's Vegas. And, man, imagine the, the at least Oakland that, show. Or, I'm going to keep calling them Oakland for a while. They're they're the Oakland Raiders, yeah. I still call them St. Louis Rams. But the um, the at least the draft, though, I don't feel like any money's lost. If anything, they might save some money, the NFL, because they're not having to put all that production money in there. Uh, walking across the stage, though, I mean, I'm going to say maybe around 45% of the kids give a damn about that part. They just want to get to where they're signing that paper. Right, yeah, <laughs> and I, I feel like it's been kind of more common that a lot of these players are, they've been with their family. I think sort of been doing their own thing. I yeah. think Frank Ragnow, when he got the word, he was fishing at the time. And, I mean... They they planned on essentially boating the people from like the green room, the staging room for the first round guys. They were gonna boat them to the dock or to the the pier, if you will. Yeah, wherever <laughs> they basically the stage. So they were gonna have a little boat trolley them back and forth. Well, if that's the case, I'm not upset. I ain't gonna get to see that. That sounds stupid. You imagine how long that would take. I don't. I don't get how that would have been executed. How how well? I mean, if. Big old defensive tackle getting there and capsize it. That'd be kind of funny. No, it would have been a good-sized boat, but he also would have had a few minutes of getting back and forth, and they probably would have had some guys like waiting, like, hey, hang on, we're four picks behind because of a boat. <laughs> the, but now the we're going to have... 40 done died on us. Yeah, we're going to have freaking cameras in quarantine and hospital rooms, and they're just going to throw jerseys at the players. Oh, oh, damn. Hey, anyway. You, you... It's relatively okay for young folk. Like, we're looking at youngins, like brand new ones, and then we're also looking at the old folks. So, in terms of athletes, unless they have pre-existing conditions, basic hygiene. Wash them hands, avoid the face, dab it up, maybe no handshakes. Maybe, you know, maybe maybe you got to go a little bit without doing the dirty, too. That might help you. So... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh man um two things there though with what you just said just reports i heard as of around four thirty today 
it can be inhaled like it's airborne and any kid, anybody under 19 is supposedly untouchable. (laughs) So even brand new ones or even brand new babies are. Well, that's good because I'm kind of worried about that. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Right. I mean, you're closer than I am, but I was, uh, kind of thinking about that today. Like, you know, me, yeah, fine, whatever. But now, you know, we're, got we're, that to worry about. We're talking uh, Sunday night, Monday. So, uh, yeah, there's definitely going to be a new crew member of the JRD Hogcast by uh, next recording, most likely. <laughs> yeah, probably so. Hopefully, right? Don't want to prolong that. But, you know, you got you to gotta kind of be on your toes there, too, in the hospital, right? Like, oh, yeah. anybody looks a little off, you'd be like, you get the hell away <laughs> yeah uh it's gonna be a uh, controlled entry no no loan zone we've got a list it's a very short list of individuals that will actually be able to come around because it's just like you ain't gotta see the fresh baby you ain't gotta go straight into the room all right life's right, not yeah. in the best shape anyway i'm the exhausted baby looks a little first one that scared the crud out <laughs> Yeah. Stephanie will talk about it as well, but you know, every you're like that ain't my baby. Ever, Everest <laughs> was born, head was a little deformed, which I w- understood. Color was different, and I'm like, oh, "What's going on?" This was the first one. Wasn't really prepared on that on that mm-hmm. front, and then you know, Steph's obviously got her stuff going on. Baby's doing this number, and I'm like, "Who do I tend to? Who do I go to?" <laughs> They're taking the baby to the nursery. So I'm like, okay, well, I'll be here. And you're five nurses. Like, (laughs) why are you taking my baby? So, so, you know, incapable hands. But then I'm looking at Stephanie. The wrong decision was standing next to Stephanie because it was like, (laughs) nope, eyes on baby. Go, go, go. (laughs) And that's what I did. (laughs) Yeah. uh, (laughs) You're in a lose-lose there. As a man, I mean, you you basically got to put your arms out. Like, I got both of you. It was legitimately, I didn't know what to do with my hands. Like there was definitely like a pivot back and forth. I'm just like, eh? no, 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 maybe. Like, oh, uh, baby, gotcha. Go. You go. You go to Steph. Like, oh, baby, you did so. You did so good. I'm proud of you. Get the hell away from me and go keep eyes on him. That's yeah. funny. Uh, so we, we talked about uh Cuban and love, and I'm sure more players and coaches and owners will probably donate to the hourly. Um, do you think the NCAA? You have it here in the rundown. You know things they should do. Do you think it's there? duty to cover these lack of events? I don't necessarily think it's like their full responsibility, but a, you know, getting together with the, you know, the organizations or the, uh, the institutions is the word I was looking for getting with the colleges and the institutions and setting up a fund for the hourly that are missing out, I think is a great idea and something that can happen because ultimately the NCAA is a big organization. And I feel like especially what people were going to be looking at, like right down the pipe, we were going to start looking at profit sharing from the TV, from SEC Network, ACC Network, not the Big 12 Network because Longhorns, you know, they want to be selfish and stuff. But every conference does have revenue sharing. So when it does come to that, I feel like maybe have that discussion like, hey, we, we – it's going to be a little bit less this year or right. maybe the bump that you were expecting this year because it was going to be 
higher than like especially on the SEC side. That difference you may be set aside for the fun and help out your folks because a lot of the security and all that stuff is implemented by the NCAA and the conference anyway. So if you're gonna force those jobs to be there and you're gonna force those jobs away, you kinda have to have some kind of severance or something like that because probably you know, I'm sure a lot of these full time folks have paid time off, FMLA and all that kind of stuff, but right. FMLA you gotta be affected by that. And I mean actually having that or having the virus. The virus, yeah. So that isn't really in the books there. So and then you really don't want these hourly employees have to eat up their vacation on a laid off kind of situation. And there's only so much sure go and do uh unemployment, go off the government, but again, that probably isn't close to what they're used to in terms of pay. So mm-hmm. and also I feel like that's something that might end up getting tanked pretty quick. It's it's a scary time as far as the economy goes with the way everything's being affected. And uh the coaches, you know, it seems like a, quite a few of them in the <coughs> uh NCAA have jumped on extending scholarships for players pretty quick. Like they yeah. they jumped on that and I, I don't you touched on with basketball. It's kind of weird because you're sort of at the you're, you are at the end of the season. Some some teams were done, but you had the NIT possibilities and stuff like that. It's um, I, I feel like you, you got to and you got to allow those waivers. Question: Honor Vanover, you gonna keep him out for another year? If you're gonna call this uh, year a wash, you're gonna be like, oh well. I mean, that eligibility didn't count because the year's a wash. That'd be the most NCAA thing against Arkansas, but that's just me with the tenfold hat, but it's uh, not too tenfold. I mean No, no, it's, it it shouldn't happen. That that is grab no, the I'm pitchforks not, and go to the headquarters if <laughs> something like that happened. I'm saying for them to do something along those lines where they, they're they're going to screw somebody. Oh yeah. Somehow. I mean they're not going to handle this well. They're worse than the government probably when it comes to this kind of stuff. So they're not going to handle that well. And you also brought up uh, allowing schools to go over the scholarship allotment. That would be because of extending those years. Exactly. So yeah. um, I think I think they should. I think they should do. I mean, you you can't you can't make up a tournament. It weird deal. Like I said like at the beginning, it's unprecedented. I mean, does no one knows how to handle this? I mean, when you when you heard Greg Greg Sankey talking about the no fans, I mean he. He answered the questions well. He was torn up. You could tell. I mean, but he didn't. He didn't know what to say. I mean, he. They were asking him, "Well, what do you think about this? What do you think about that?" And he's like, "There's no precedent. I mean, we don't know. So it's it's going to be weird to see what happens." It was weird. Obviously, we're watching an Arkansas game and playing very well. That bat, that mm-hmm. was a great basketball game. Uh, shout out Desi Sales. I feel like right. we got to do that at least one more time, right? <laughs> right. So he only missed one from three. Same. That's in that in that crazy. It's he either I, don't shoot or he makes all of. Them. He had a twenty point game, but anyway, all that's going on. But obviously, it's overshadowed during the whole game because all that news is breaking. But, Even the announcers. Yeah. Oh man, they they were they were definitely loose with that. Like they were cracking jokes, and coronavirus jokes, and um, at that time they were talking the no fan thing, and they're like, oh well, I mean the finals could be quarantined, and that whole deal is like, whoa. And then they, I mean, you know, the the NBA news broke in the middle of it, so it just it went sideways on that side for the commentators. But I saw today, uh, tie it in 
<laughs> Mike Anderson was playing in the middle of game, and the Big East canceled the tournament while they were in the middle of the game. Really? The Big East championship, it was uh, St. John's and Creighton they were playing, and then the middle of it, they canceled the tournament. Not uh, Next round, nobody's going to be there, and then they canceled it like the SEC did in the middle of a game. So. How, how do you even do that? I mean, you, you, you can't wait a little bit? You right. can't... <laughs> Give it another thirty minutes and then cancel. Right, but you know that's that's essentially what happened in the NBA too, though. I mean, games were going on and they're like, "Oh, we're done for the season." Yeah, well, that I mean, that definitely got expedited because Rudy, right? Yeah, and uh, there was some talk about Nebraska's head coach, but apparently, like he he looked awful during the Big Ten uh, championship, but turned out that it wasn't Corona. Like he, was, yeah, they tested him for it. He was just sick as hell. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's there's a lot, man. But there is still we want to shift gears a little bit. We still had two games that we hadn't talked about on the baseball side, and we really haven't dug into the basketball game any. I mean, that's that's the last sports that we possibly see for a while, at least in the Arkansas side of things. It's so it's so unreal to to hear that. It's <laughs> it it's just it's weird, but yeah, we we definitely have. Um, I think we. I didn't get to finish the uh, Razorback game last night. They beat Vanderbilt 86-73. to uh, When I turned it off, I feel like we had 19, 20-point lead. Yeah, it, it, it got weird. Um, but I saw the foul-out foul on Jones, and that was just... Kind of both nah. of them. Joe fouled out, and it was a little ticky-tacky. Uh, Mason Jones, same deal. There was one where Mason Jones stripped it, fast break, and the dude straight, like, jumped up and destroyed Mason Jones. And I'm like, oh, okay, whatever, and everything. I started watching it back before because they, they started replaying it quite a bit And because at the end of it, Mason getting to the staff wanting something, probably some spray or something because he's cramping up. And I'm I'm just watching the replay, and I'm like, the dude made no attempt on the ball, absolutely zero attempt. And I'm like, that's clearly a flagrant, right? Right. And I'm like, okay, so, you know, we'll come out of this commercial break and they'll be looking at it, right? Nothing. Like, he, he jumped up. Mason still hadn't, you know, he wasn't quite to his leadoff for his layup at that point. But that dude jumped up and basically, you know, jumped to the back of Mason's head and destroyed him. <laughs> and I'm like, you've got to make a play on the ball. that. That's like clear. That's first rule, right? And, you know, that was an emphasis like two years ago, and they were getting everybody for that because if it wasn't remotely close, you were going to get a flagrant. And it was either, it was probably going to be a two when you get a uh, tech. So it was, what, it was about, weird. Uh, and they just almost seemed like they wanted to clean it up a little bit. What about old Henderson, man? When he's on. His presence, he gets a block shot or two. He ended up with three, which I was looking at the stat line. I've, Hell, I figured it'd be closer to like five, but when he when he kind of gets that going, his presence down low is felt. Mm-hmm. I mean, it kind of changes the game plans and stuff. I still say he needs to work on, you know, not moving his arm, just straight up vertical. But... Verticality needs to be uh, talked about a lot during this. Whatever are we going to call it? <laughs> whatever. The, I, I don't know. Quarantine I guess it's... season. I don't know. But Reggie Chaney, he he looked good. He did uh, pick up a technical. Near the end of the game as well, but 
so did uh coach so <laughs> um but they were they were definitely warranted because i feel like the coaches one was after the mason foul so it was you know definitely probably should have picked it up the officiating just went downhill but it was also a perfect ending for it because that just what we have faced all year <laughs> is just terrible officiating. sec what do you make of uh scotty pippen jr for 10 plus possession straight looking for a call he was i mean he was missing shots because he was trying to fall into contact well and the funny thing with that mason jones you know mason jones had a clear box out on that guy and you can make the argument that scotty was flopping like it wasn't oh he did it wasn't adriel bailey level because you know adriel bailey quite the actor but scotty piffin like it it was a flop and what's a flop when we say Attack. flop he didn't fall but he he was all dramatic threw his arm up and they're like oh my god when he's getting boxed out for a rebound mason jones the had... best block out block out of all season by any razorback mm-hmm. and it was called a foul when he wasn't even facing the he wasn't underneath him he didn't put his arms anywhere on him as far as like you know elbows to the face or anything like textbook block out and the ref that called it after, you know, like I said, I didn't see it live, but I watched the videos on it. The ref that called it had three bodies in between him and Mason Jones. Right. And how, you know, so they did go back and look at that. I think it was probably on the side to see if it was a flagrant. But I yeah, feel like yeah. it was to see if it was a flagrant on Mason, which, whatever. <laughs> um, but how can you, like, go back as a ref and watch that and be like, oh, shit. <laughs> what did I do? What did I do? Yeah, there, there's nothing but, here. Yeah. But the ref that you know was reviewing it, they said his name last night. Uh, the uh, Chuck Jones, Todd Austin, something, something. But Even he I... wasn't the one that called it, so he's probably looking at review, and then he sees that and he's like, "You son of a bitch!" You know, <laughs> looking behind, him, like, "What? What did you see? I don't even see nothing." Yeah, you it is. Oh, and another thing we haven't talked about is, uh, I mean, we we've touched on the co stuff a few episodes now because oh, right. I mean it's completely necessary, but. The SEC is going to give out two awards for player of the year within an hour of each other, one from coaches, one from media, and they're going to be separate people, but it's also going to be two awards, three people. So on the coach's side, Mm. you're going to give it to quickly. So you're like, okay, cool. So he's going to be one from the media side. Mm. Nope. The media side is going to be Mason Jones and Reggie Perry. Isn't that weird? So you've got co, co, co player of the years that's that's a discredit to so obviously we we had our debate on the mason jones or i had a debate with you acting like people or whatever but we had that little discussion so i obviously felt strongly about mason jones being the one that deserved it however the best thing that came out of that was that you and andy agreed on something. agreed on something that's that's very correct which is but, pretty blatant you're all good <laughs> but uh if you're going to give it to anybody, give it to that person and that be it. Like, don't, you know, it's a, so quickly he learns of the news and he's like, hell yeah, I'm player of the year. I didn't deserve it. No, I mean, I'm sorry. He didn't say that. <laughs> but, you know, that's awesome. That's something that no one can ever take from you. <laughs> give it an hour, buddy. We'll wait and see. Yeah. So not only did you share it, you shared it with three people. So what, what, what athlete feels genuinely good about that? You know what I mean? Like you're quickly AP player of the year or whatever. Like that's great. 
and then or i'm sorry coaches player of the year and then i don't know i've the sec is a damn cluster peep is what it is yeah because you can make the argument that quickly and i feel like if i was ranking these out mason jones edwards and perry's gonna be close but i'd probably give it to edwards yeah and give it to edwards. perry and then quickly like he's not even a top three guy in my mind but he's he's literally statistically not a top three guy right and that just goes to show that it's 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 a BS award. And we we touched on it on our Twitter as well at JRD Hogcast. It's the best player in the conference. That's where it stops. Not the okayest player on the best team. Yeah, that's where it stops. Because the not even made quickly wasn't even the best player on the Kentucky right as a whole. So yeah, it's it's well, you just said it's not an MVP. Yeah. Is, I mean, that, is that what you, yeah. See, I disagree with you there as far as with MVP. Well, to an extent, because we, we've had this discussion off air a lot. I'm not, I'm not 100% sure if we have on air, but Christian McCaffrey, the best football player in the NFL right now. Mm-hmm. I feel like there is no arguments about it. The dude has been doing everything since college. They would have been winless last year. Exactly. So how is he not the most valuable player right. to that team? Well, he was also so, the best player. Yeah, exactly. So when you say MVP, yeah, you you. He also got robbed at the Heisman too. Absolutely, absolutely, he did. But um, if if you if you if you base this stuff on just the team aspect of it, then just take the personal awards away. Mm-hmm. The indiv- I'm sorry, the individual awards away. Just take them away. Well, on the basketball side, just give them to whatever Kentucky player you want to give them to, because that's what's going to happen. Yeah. Like this, this has a very Darren McFadden feel. To Mason Jones is going to pick up accolades. He's going to be, you know, that whole deal, but he ain't going to get the top one because of right. Arkansas and yep. where it was with Aaron McFadden. Unfortunately, well, we still get another year, so maybe he can do it two years in a row. Maybe, yeah, if we can get another one out of him. Um, the yeah, It's the just McFadden. like we're in a holding pattern, man. I don't even know if we can talk future sports. Like, we've got we've <laughs> got guys that are – getting preferred walk-ons uh, for the football team. And I think it's pretty cool because of who he is. But, like, can we talk about that? Is there going to be, you know, like, oh, my God, like, what's happening? We yeah. we don't know. We're just sitting here. I mean, reading just from the corona. actual health standpoint, God, I hope <laughs> we can talk about football. I mean, no, I don't even want to know what the world looks like if we're looking at freaking September and we're still concerned about this crap. But well, we're not going to be talking about spring football. That's those, yeah. Those right. games are already being canceled. The practices are already being just. It's tough. I mean, that affects a lot. That affects the football season. It's weird. Yeah. So what is that? I mean, is is it a is it a violation? I mean, there's no rule for it as far as I know. But is it a violation if? Pittman's like, hey guys, so the university shut down, but let's go over to Fayetteville and practice. I mean, is that yeah. okay to that, do? That, that would be an NCAA violation because ultimately they're a government body. So they're the one that brought it down, and then the conference also stayed within deal. So when all that happens, you got to listen to the big old corrupt body. Hmm. So... Damn, I, I didn't. I, They'll be able hmm. to do individual workouts. They'll probably still be able to have some player-led stuff. But the problem is where everything's closing. Every type of place like that, like I'm kind of waiting on to hear. Like the worst honest, place you could be right now is a gym. 
That's what I was about to say. Like, I'm kind of surprised I haven't heard anything about Jim shutting down. Unfortunately, you know, they're not governed by anybody when it comes to that kind of stuff. So if they close their doors, they're done. Right. Like they can't. I understand the financial side of it, but on the health side of it, yeah, that's that's the worst place you can be as a gym. Well, I mean, gyms are already pretty rough when it comes to they're running, grimy, yeah. r- well, running a business in terms of that kind of model. Right. I mean, there's I can't imagine the profit margin too great on that side of things that's the reason that for the most part the establishment went out and you don't see mom and pop you're gonna see seeing a lot more crossfit pop up but those have disappeared as fast as they came out too right but yeah i mean a lot of gyms do very well wiping down or requiring wipe down cleanness but I've been into a few where there's only uh, so much. I mean, they're, they're, they're their staying. early morning employee is uh, walking around in camera shots, cleaning for yeah. sure, but skipping not, about not 75. Every <laughs> kid, you know, he knows, he knows, yeah. he knows where those cameras are. Um, also, well, since we've, we've kind of sort of jumped over into the football talk, uh, why don't you go on ahead and uh, talk about, this bad boy right here. Yeah, so uh, today we found out that Braden Bradshaw, sure, uh, he's a preferred, he got the preferred walk-on offer to Arkansas, and he's going to take that. He was the leading passer, statistically, in the state of Arkansas when it came to football, again, from Pulaski Academy. Shout out to Coach Kelly on that front. Yeah, I'm sure he had plenty of opportunities playing with four downs. Throw the ball. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, it, it was one of those where he was kind of like a guy when we were having our John Oliver discussions. He was back. He got out of the Twitter jail or made a new one, whatever it was. He's back to his normal stuff. But when we were having our John Oliver discussions, and it was a guy that I looked at and was like, look, this guy lighted me up in high school. Numbers-wise, through the roof. And you know, statistically, he had better numbers than Chris Well. And is he a size guy? Is that his so problem? I think he was a little undersized, but you know, it's Pulaski Academy with in regards to a few select Henry boys. It's a you know, I feel like Coach Kelly, you know, the gimmick kind of deal and that he doesn't get the respect that he does. He probably does within the coaches and whatnot, but some of his players just get overlooked probably because of how good of a coach he is. Yeah. Well, like you said, the stats too, though, with it being a four down offense, you know, they, they can be, em, you know, cute. embellished a little bit. But this was a guy that, you know, you looked at and you're like, man, he doesn't even have offers from Arkansas and he's the top guy. At least that's somebody you can look at in terms of who, who's really lighting it up for us this year. And it's one of those where, yes, he's a quarterback, but came to John Oliver. That, you know, that should tell you something. The right. guy that's, through the roofs when it comes to the stats ain't, ain't getting it. You sure as hell ain't going to get a preferred walk-up. Right. So now he is getting a preferred walk-on because he, he deserves one. But again, a preferred walk-on is a scholarship. You're going to get it within two years. You have to. Part of the allotment at that point. So again, John Oliver walk-on. Yeah, typically they're, they're, just, they're set up for, we want you, we just don't have it yet, but you'll get it. Mm-hmm. So... We ain't, we ain't giving one to Oliver. It just ain't happening. No, you come do your thing. Show that heart that you keep talking about and all the other tags and punchlines and hashtags, all that stuff you want to use. 
but walk on, go out. That's what you got to do, or go a different route. Not saying you shouldn't be a Razorback, but right now, couldn't be a scholarship Razorback. Right. Also, you've got it down here. This one, I have not seen this. Uh, was this a Twitter thing that you? Which one? The running back. The. Oh, yes. The running back from Rivals. So, yeah. Rivals.com, you want to lead with that one? Uh, unfortunately. Uh, like I said, I hadn't heard about it, um, but they did a uh, list of the top 10 running backs returning, and they <laughs> go for uh, uh, Chubba Hubbard. I, I don't know if that's his name. Oklahoma State, Najee Harris, obviously from uh, Alabama, Travis Antian. Kind of feel like that's a little bit of a low spot at three. Honestly, that dude's a beast. He should be in his like eighth year of eligibility. He's definitely been there since uh, Taj Boy was quarterback. <laughs> and then Javian Hawkins from Louisville, don't know him. Journey Brown, Penn State, don't know him. Kenneth Gainwell, saw the name, but he's from Memphis. I'm sure Andy knows him. Uh, Kennedy Brooks from OU, that's hilarious. Zamir <laughs> White, Georgia. That's where it gets weird, huh? <laughs> Did he have did did he play last year? I mean, I, I don't know. And uh, Jared Patterson from Buffalo, <laughs> my God! Like you're and, you're scratching. Okay, so Puka Williams, I can back and being in the top ten. Dude's okay, got, dude's got some talent. So from Kansas, from don't Kansas, know him. Yeah, but uh, the Buffalo one kind of jumps out. It's like okay, so you were trying to be the unique one, and feel like when they put a top ten, they're like, we're gonna go mid major. We'll have a mid major in here. We'll be all right. They've got Memphis in there. Got they do Buffalo. have a mid-major in here. They have Louisville. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Zamir White, though, that one's intriguing. Uh, Luke, I don't know if you could maybe Google his stats real quick, but that name does not ring a bell to me as far as uh, who, because it He's was uh, Holyfield, right? Yeah, isn't he a first time in Swift? In Swift, yeah. Yeah, Sports so I, uh, Illustrated that, wrote an article listed as a underclassman likely to win the Heisman. For this upcoming season? Yeah, for this upcoming season. I'm just curious if he's got stats, but how do you not put he freaking... He does. He, uh, his career stats at the U, uh, at, the, at Georgia, 78 attempts, 400 yards, 5 5.2 average, and two touchdowns. That's insane that he gets on the top 10 returning list. Yeah, so he played in played it against Baylor, so that would have been a bowl game, a sugar bowl. Yep. So he had almost 100 yards against them. I mean, nothing <laughs> really jumps out at me. Let's see if he had any real good SEC plays. Nothing? Nothing. <laughs> well, so I, mean, I don't understand. They, uh, there's a 72-yard game against Murray State. Hell yeah. The most carries oh he had was versus South Carolina. I think that's when Holyfield got banged up. So 12 carries. Nothing but, jumps out at you. I'm guessing they're really basing this off of the state of Georgia. And Georgia, obviously. He's he's six foot two, two fifty. You you got to put Boyd. I mean, the reason I say you got to put Boyd in here is because Boyd would be. I feel like at worst, at worst, if you're judging this based off of st- statistical facts, at worst the third best running back returning in the SEC. Yeah, I mean, it's a list of your top 10 running backs that are returning. Yes. So, like, Harris and Etienne, and honestly, I think Kenny Brooks is kind of should be in that group. And like I said, Puka Williams. But I, I can't say much on Patterson. Or the one that jumps out at me is White. 
just doesn't make sense. You're basing it on less than a hundred. Well, you you talk about White, and then also uh, Javian Hawkins from Louisville. I feel like that's uh, I mean, freaking Kenneth Gainwell from Memphis plays tougher competition than right. that side of Louisville. But play each other. Do they? I, I didn't know that they were in the same conference, or I knew they were the same conference, but I didn't know they were the same division. Yeah. But is 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 boy not <laughs> worth a top ten? I mean, yeah, when is this like man this, going five, to probably. get? When is this man going to get the respect? Uh, I just, yeah, we suck. We no one's no one on this podcast or even listening to this podcast is going to deny the fact that we are four and twenty and are awful. But that doesn't mean Raheem Boyd isn't an All American, right. isn't a top ten running back returning. I'm not talking about last year, talking about returning. And uh, by the way, I don't know if you know this, but our new head coach is a offensive line guru. So yep. I mean, Boyd doing what he's doing. Did he get? Correct me if I'm wrong, but was that? Back to back thousand yards for Boyd. I don't think he got a thousand first. Did he not? So came close. Yeah, he's up there anyway, and that's off. That's behind a line that sometimes I feel like stayed in the lunchroom. Yep. Like actually never came out on the field. <laughs> so to to just put that much disrespect on him is freaking. I'm I'm sick of it, man. Like, quit looking at Arkansas's win loss records and start looking at the fact that Arkansas can in fact does in fact have some dudes and women on every level of our sports right am i right. wrong am I, am I being am i being too too much on that i mean that's frustrating as hell man i'm sick of it i mean literally we we've, we've talked about this a handful of times henry hudson henry was the number one tight end in the nation all for year. all year and then as the day after or the day of that he signs with Arkansas, he comes to number two. Yep. He drops from a five star to a four star. Yep. It's freaking politics. It's so frustrating. Yep. We had uh we had some guys in the pro day as well. We had Arkansas Pro Day, so some of the guys that showed out there. We had Caps, Limpert, who uh showed off his leg fifty three yards. He probably be a guy that get always some work. With some teams, but he'll pick up somewhere. Yeah. Apparently, the surprise was Chase Harrell, which is uh, not surprising to me. I don't feel like that's a surprise. Did you Did you know he switched? What do you mean? He He was a surprise at defensive end. No, I did not know that. <laughs> I thought that did I read that wrong? Because I thought it said tight end receiver. No, defensive end. Defensive end. So yeah, some bitch, end, okay. Yeah, near the end he switched there, so he been working with that. And, Working with Sosa is not a bad deal. Obviously, Sosa's been putting in the work. Probably there. be okay there. And uh, I believe Caps was a strong man in terms of reps, throwing up weight. He did uh, 225, 33 times. He did 33 times? Dang gum. That a boy. Again, got some dudes. Nah, I don't buy into pro days and combine workouts too much. Pro days, obviously... pro days are ones that I uh, typically take issue with for a simple fact that you work for months on lead up to them especially when it comes to you know throw and catch wide receivers and that kind of thing. it's all it's scripted to a t to where you should show out right like jalen hurts did yesterday everyone looks good and shorts that level. That's does a little ou talk we might lose dalton here but uh jalen hurts get drafted yeah he'll get, probably, get drafted probably unfortunately by the jaguars or some guys <laughs> Hey man, Dak's still a free agent, you know. Oh, Jerry, he 
Well, I mean, he's an athlete, and <laughs> he, I feel like he can bring athlete. good uh, energy to to uh, Des Bryant when we sign him back again, because that's going to happen. <laughs> Get Cooper the ball. Well, I mean. Okay, that's enough. We, I can't do it. We better sign Cooper. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> well, we give us... we better draft Simmons. That's all I'm saying for Jackson. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I might be putting in transfer. I might put myself in the fan transfer portal. I don't know. I've so many transfers you're trying to make right now on me. I am so close on the whole fandom with Jack. Well, let me ask you this. You, you you got your you got your love for him because of uh Matt Jones. Mm-hmm. Makes sense, you know, you followed your guy. That's that's kind of your childhood hero if you will. So, what is it about that and him not being any there anymore? has kept you on is it because you don't want to be a bandwagon guy and i exactly. bandwagon's hard word to use when you're talking about the jaguars but you just like, no you, i i because, mean i i say i you know i i said this is gonna be my team they're they're drafting my boy this is how it's gonna be stuck with them even all through that and i would always find the common ground because they would draft a razorback from here from time to here time there, yeah chris smith from you know a little bit there's been other uh, Razorbacks on the BA. Yeah, Brandon Allen got drafted there, and there's been other ones that got signed or something of that nature. Brooks Ellis actually uh, played or practiced with them for a little bit. Was there for a cup of coffee. So <laughs> it, it it you know I just I stayed true to it, and it's been it's been an ordeal. But just with all the shenanigans that's happened front office wise, and uh, I. I Simmons is a guy with he's played every position on the you know in terms of defense. He just shows out. He did that at the combine. If he's still available and they pass up on him, that shows a massive. What number y'all? I think we are first one like a fifth pick. Seven, seven. So what? I think it's seven. Seven. Where do you go from there if if this is the year that you uh, pull the plug? Where are you going? Well, it's going to be a scouting year, obviously. One, you know, no KC, you're not, you're not going to fall into that. I will, I will say right now, Kansas City is completely off because of Kelsey. So, uh, well, just breathe. And then (laughs) on the other side of that would probably be uh, Steelers. Can't do that one because there is some hatred on that side. They've had some rough games with Jacksonville (laughs) rivalries, and they usually, you know, last few turned out well for Jacksonville on that side. And then the last one would be the Patriots. Can't do it. I was I was going to call you if you didn't say Patriots because that definitely which needs is to be fine. On there. Which, which is funny because they they love drafting Arkansas Razorbacks, but just can't do it. The, you can. You're you're not into corruptness. I mean, we're we're taking applications. If I I, I don't care. <laughs> I, I don't care what you oh, say. Man. You since you and I have become friends, we're looking at what pushing five years now or something. Mm-hmm. You have kept your eyes on the Cowboys. You have given me advice on Cowboys. I feel like you have, and then, and of course, your wife is a Cowboys fan. So you you have reasons. This wouldn't be like that, that makes it everybody's. Easier to, that makes it easier to keep the house divided, and uh, it's also well then be an it, Eagles fan, and it, then we'll quit oh, this show. We oh, won't be doing man. it anymore. Oh boy, you and your wife see, get divorced. See, that's be the thing you own. haven't named a good team for me. Like that's the thing. You can't go through the list and be like, "Oh, okay, yeah, I can get behind them." They're just not one. Right I did now the, the no, the, nope. the Chiefs. Ne- Ooh, gross. 
They're that's roads. what I'm. I don't understand gross. I have found myself to be. Yeah, you're. Um, you know, Mahomes is your homie. We got. It. Yeah, fantasy. So I've been watching a lot of Chiefs games, and I, I don't think they're bad. And it's not because they won the Super Bowl. <laughs> right. All right, you can do whatever you want. I'm just. I'm just. Again, I'm saying. You think it's tumultuous over there on the Jaguar side front office? Be a, be a Cowboys fan for a year. <laughs> We're literally about to sign Des Bryant again. Hard pass for like $50,000. For 50 uh, I can't do it. He's going to be 50 million, like 200 million guaranteed. And he's also going to have ownership stake. 50 million, 200 guaranteed. Yeah. have ownership stake, Gary. Apparently, that's not going to happen. <laughs> be in, his head will be in a jar. They just fucking flop. That's two things you've said today that are kind of effed up a little bit. <laughs> I don't know what's wrong with you. What'd you uh, do on your day off? Uh, not a whole lot. A whole lot of Corona research and reading about and listening and all that good stuff. One thing I did do was get binge watch uh, McMillions. McMillions. It was on HBO. Mm-hmm. It was about the, the Monopoly game. And yeah. Basically, the fraud that was behind that and how it was all linked up. Well, docuseries produced by Mark Wahlberg. There's a reason why. So yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It all goes full circle on that front. But it was phenomenal. I It's six episodes, and I'm almost done with the six episodes. Are they hour long? Yeah. Well, I guess I know uh, me and the wife are starting after we get done here. It, it's solid. It is very good. Got uh, that crime element that I know you enjoy. And yep. then uh, a little, little mobster action in there, too, as well. Boston, Mark Wahlberg. No, I mean, Departed. he was just a producer, man. It was just a producer. Mark we're Wahlberg's talk- killed somebody. We're talking about <laughs> real life. Well, he, he has killed somebody. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. Never mind. Yeah, check her back. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Googling that when we get off here, too. <laughs> yeah. Who did Mark Wahlberg shoot? <laughs> I assume shoot. Did he shoot him? Uh, drug deal. Might not have killed him, but roughed him up pretty darn good. Back in his crisscross days? Before that he was a teenager oh man i knew he was a rapper yeah. <laughs> that's what luke and he was a rapper so yeah mark and mark funky bunch yeah mark and mark i know all Got about them that. good vibrate no, I mean, oh people through that no it's been a rough day but what you got for us wash your hands do all the hygiene things you can do because it's getting rough out there yeah uh, you heard it from our surgeon general Jordan Russell. <laughs> also, want to give a shout out to 90 year old Willa Faye Mason from Salem Springs. She's getting a, a inducted into the Arkansas Sports Hall of Fame. She played for the All American Redheads. That was the first pro women's basketball team. And she played for seven seasons starting in 1948. That team has actually already been elected into the Basketball Hall of Fame and the Women's Basketball Hall of Fame. So that's pretty nice. Cool. Until Shut next, out. actually, for the JRD Hogcast, I'm Dylan Lee. <laughs> I'm Jordan Russell. Shout out to producer Luke. And like Jordan's already said, wash your hands. Keep your hands out of your face. And until next time, and as always, woo pig. I'll be cheering like a schoolgirl won't be.